What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times that can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Just ask. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jessica, I'm great because it's Senior Ditch Day. It's ditch, senior Ditch it's Day. Di- yeah, Ditch Day. Yes. Um, shockingly, the only one. Well, I guess everybody ends up ditching. But like, shocking that like Joey ditches, I think. Joey does not seem like I a ditcher. I think it's because Senior Ditch Day is a day that all seniors participate in, even if you're a dork. <laughs> I guess that's fair. And like, I don't know. It feels like joey is going to new york for kind of no reason like she's being supportive to jen which we do love to see um we've been begging them to be friends for four seasons now and it seems like that's actually happening now so very exciting stuff right um but yeah this episode was strange to me like i feel like it had potential to be a good episode because of she had so much potential like anytime we're gonna pair off different groups I feel like we have good potential, right? Obviously, we hate like we hate Yui, so like I didn't give a shit about the PC Yui situation. But we had Jen and, and Joey, which is okay, great. They're in a new city, New York City. 
exciting. We have Dawson mm-hmm. and Gretchen possibly having sex. Like there were there were like nuggets that were possible for good stuff. Yeah, yeah this was so much build up for it to eventually fizzle out. And I was like feeling it. I was really feeling this episode. I was like, this is such a great one. And then like, and I think that there's just like literally one thing that could have changed for me to be like, this is the best episode ever. And that's if, if that's if Dretchen had sex on the beach, if they had sex on the beach, if they went there, then I would have been like, this is a top tier episode. Yeah. But no, no, they had to, they had to, you know, hold off. Well, you know what? Maybe they would have if Dawson didn't bring up the fact that he wanted to sleep with Joey. Like, we'll get there. Mm -hmm. But like, Dawson is having a really good season, but then he does shit that I'm just like, you're so fucking dumb, Dawson. Like, why? You're making out with your gorgeous, older girlfriend who is spontaneous, Mm -hmm. who is fun, who is upbeat. Who like she imagine is. if Joey got a flat tire? Oh my god, they'd have like a million conversations about how fucking terrible it was. Meanwhile, Gretchen yeah, without Gretchen, actually doing anything. Yeah, Gretchen's just like, listen, we're gonna have fun. We're gonna walk six miles to some shitty town. We're gonna get some shitty sandwiches, and it's gonna be a great day. Yeah, yeah, and ultimately they they have this like spicy time on the beach and i'm feeling it and i'm like oh like this is so good and then yeah like it 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 fizzles out and you're right like if if dawson didn't continuously bring up joey like mid makeout then maybe it could have happened maybe so i agree i feel like it was a bit of like a blue balls episode where it had all the makings yeah of a great episode. Although I will say, um, I feel like the highlight of the episode for me is the Jen story momentum that we're getting. We are really moving things along for Jen. We're getting more of her dark meth past, which yes. we'll talk about the drama of what was revealed in this episode. Yes. Um, yeah. But I did like that. And I, again, I have to reiterate that we've been asking for the Joey Jen friendship. And I appreciated these two women being there for each other. I would say that as of today, they are friends. Yeah, for sure. They are friends. And you know why? Neither one of them is dating Dawson. That's correct. <laughs> yeah. I, I really don't think that Jen gives a shit about Dawson in general at this point. No. Like, when was the last time we saw Jen even think about Dawson? It's been a very long time. I feel like the last time they've interacted was like, Jen picking Dawson up by his bootstraps again because she was playing therapist for a, until she yeah. found a therapist. She was therapist. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. She's really been. I mean, to be honest, ever since she uh, Dawson met Mr. Brooks, she was really like, I'm just going to tap out of this. Yeah. You've got like, this you old know, guy you, now. You're good. Yeah. Like you have him. I'm I'm out of here. Go hang out with my grams. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, so let's break down this episode. Season four, episode 18. Cannot believe we are so close to the end of season four already. Um, we start off seeing we're back in Dawson's bedroom. I feel like it's been a minute since we started an episode here. Maybe not, but it feels like that used to be the thing. It used to be like it doesn't all season one. It was the thing. Yeah. I I mean, yes. I, for the first two seasons, at least it was the thing. This doesn't even look like Dawson's bedroom anymore. Like I know it is now that you say it, but 
it is this is like literally it looks like he robbed Mr. Brooks's house of grandpa shit and plastered his room with it. Well, yeah, like plus the creepy like, stalker photos. So you have like a mix. All this creepy stalker photos. He has so much plaid. Like no yeah. respectable 18-year-old boy has this much plaid in their bedroom. No, he unless you're like you live in like Maine or something. Um, they, they nearly do, actually. But he has true. like or Canada. I don't know. He, he's such a freak. But they're doing. They're playing my favorite board game. This is your favorite board game. Yes, okay. of course. I love right. life. I feel like it's a bit too random for my liking. Which what do you? I hate. What do you mean? It's too, life random. too random. Like there's not enough um strategy in the game of life. It's just like oh, pop out another kid. Oh, do this, do that. There's like no real strategy. You just move it's like around a board. Sims in a board game. Maybe maybe yeah, that's why I like it. But you don't even I get like the it. fun of making the house and doing the cheat code to get a bunch of money. What do you? What's your favorite board game? Gosh, um, really hard to say. I like a lot of board games, but um, I the game I've played the most is probably a game called Concept, where. Uh, it's kind of like a Pictionary for people who suck at drawing is how I would like describe mm. it. So you're you're trying to get people to guess something and there's different spots on a board with like different colors or like men, women, movie, you know, book, you know, that type of thing. And you place these little things to, to get it's hard to describe. But anyway, yeah, I like creative types of of games like that. Yeah. I, I think it's um, I don't want a competitive game. Well, that's concept is not competitive. You're working together because I like a co-op mm. game as well. I feel like co-op games are really the future because you don't have the flipping the table moment that other games give you. Right. You know. All right. Well, maybe I'll try concept one it's of a, these days. It's a fun game. Um, yeah, I kind of hate games, but it's OK. <laughs> I just like like I don't know I like how blue. we're friends sometimes. <laughs> you're just like I hate games, and literally behind me is like shelves and shelves. I know, of games. I know. I just like I hate learning new games. Like that's like one thing. Like I, I hate because it's like there's so much buildup. Like okay, we're gonna spend like 50 minutes talking about the rules. I'm like let's 50 just jump minutes. Into it. Yeah, it should not take you fifty minutes to learn the rules too. And I never pay. You know me. Like I never pay attention. I never read instructions. I think the move so, now is like to watch a YouTube video on how to play a game because that would probably keep your oh. attention more. Because a lot of games have like yeah. YouTube videos now to explain them. Oh, okay. I've never tried that before. But whatever. They're playing life. And, yes. and tomorrow's ditch day. And I like how Gretchen is talking about. Oh, like when I went to high school like 500 years ago, I had such a great time on Ditch Day. And Dawson could not give a shit about Gretchen's Ditch Day. No, he's just like, oh, I haven't done anything like that. She says like, oh, we got in our car. We started driving south. We drove all day, all night, all the way to Virginia, got out of the car, looked around and then came back. And he was just like, oh, I don't I don't do things like that. Um, she's just like, why not? And he immediately is like, you know what? I'm not going to be creative and come up with my own idea for Ditch Day. I'm going to simply steal your idea. Sure. Why not? Like, why? Why would you? I, I mean, it seems like a good Ditch Day. Like, wh what else would you? Do? I mean, I guess going to New York City is a good Ditch Day. Um. Yeah, for sure. I mean, going to like a city where you could see new things and, and roam around feels right. Um, but yeah, Dawson's he plan is, is the so same uncreative. As, it, it's what is uncreative? 
Dawson. Oh, Dawson's yeah. very uncreative. Yeah. And he's, he's just like, supposed to be a creative. We're going to take the keys and we're just going to go. And they leave like that moment. I'm like, wouldn't you want to pack like road snacks? Like, wouldn't you want to pack something like money? Uh, we'll get to that fuck? because I have so many things to say on that moment um, that I cannot possibly talk about all of them right now. But absolutely grab your fucking wallet like a normal human being. Um, so, yeah. So they leave. Uh, meanwhile, we're with Jen at therapy and she's having one of those therapy moments that anybody who's in therapy has had. We're just kind of like silent. Like you don't really know where to start or what to say. And like, I feel like those appointments that you have where you start off without much to say can possibly be the most like revealing and like step forward, like Mm. moments in therapy. Um, well, you would hopefully let the therapist guide the appointment and then I think it kind of maybe gets you talking about things that you probably wouldn't normally talk about is that what you mean yeah like because when you have nothing to really talk about sometimes you end up revealing things you didn't even know were things you were talking you were thinking yeah you know yeah totally yeah so Jen is having one of those days um and so he wants to know obviously her therapist wants to know what's on her mind and she's talking about like oh this song is stuck in my head it's the song called Sweet Jane by the Cowboy Junkies um I've never I I don't know if I know this song uh I'm just wondering if it's so it's originally Spotify it's originally on by Velvet Underground. Um, I don't know that I even know. Yeah, it's on, it is on Spotify. Um, I don't even know if I know this song. Let's see. Anyone who's ever had a heart wouldn't turn around and break it. And anyone who's ever played a part wouldn't turn around and hate it. Sweet Jane, Sweet Jane. Interesting. I was wondering if it had like any impact on the story or like what. Um, Jen was thinking this episode uh, I don't know I I think that maybe we need to dig deeper it's yeah. about sweet Jane sweet maybe Jane. it's about like you know childhood you know yeah I don't know um, and so they talk about that and then it's weird because she says oh I used to really uh, love that song I learned it all by heart and I'm wondering if it's more of like this is how she used to feel about her dad you know like she used to like mm-hmm. idolize him until like everything was revealed that day when she was 12 um, but we don't linger on this one very long because then we hop right to the train station yeah, I thought for a second we were getting a flashback moment, yeah. honestly, to her flashing back to New York City. But no, we're in real time and we see, Jen, I think they're leaving Grand Central Station and we see uh, Jen and Joey in New York City. And I was like, oh, this is fun. We're like having a little bit of a, a little bit of a trip and it kind of reminds me of some other episodes that we had when people were on the go. And we've, we've always liked them. Yeah. No, I think this is interesting because, like you said, we're in a new location. New locations are fun. They're exciting. Anything could happen. 
Um, I don't know what would have made it better. Like maybe if Joey had something going on, she's really like a support character for Jen here. But like, what was Joey's point in even being here just to explore the city? She's never been to New York City. Okay. She's never been. She is 17 years old and she's never been. And I think it's like interesting. You and I are very spoiled. We live in New York. I don't know how often you went to New York City as a child. Oh, barely ever, yeah. Oh, barely ever. Well, like I, I did it all the time. So it wasn't really a special moment. But there's people in this world and in the U.S. that have never been in New York is a big deal. So uh, she wanted to go to check it out. She had her itinerary, a list of things that she wanted to check out. Um, I, I don't know. Like, I think that it we are so jaded by the fact that we live so close we're like this is like not a big deal but it is a big deal yeah um have you ever been to the city by yourself no i don't think i ever would um like that's why because you're afraid no more just like i don't ever really have a reason to go to the city like if i'm going to the city i'm going with someone else to do something so I don't yeah, I can't imagine I would ever take a solo trip. Like I would take solo trips, just not to New mm-hmm. York City. You know? Do you, you want to hear something a little funny? Yes. I went to, the first time I went to New York City on my own, I like got out of Penn Station, which is the train station, the main like commuter hub from New Jersey. And I was on the street and I watched this guy steal a woman's like an old lady's carry-on oh my god right in front of me and then this bad bitch ran up to him in the middle of the crosswalk and stole it back yes good for and her and this was the f- the first time i was in the city by myself like the first like five seconds Amazing. that i left the building so yeah and, and that's new york like new yorkers are bad bitches and they'll steal their carry-on back good uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's the lesson here. <laughs> so they're at the train station. And Joey is me. Joey is like, this is our itinerary. We need to be back here at precisely this time because we have to get on the train at this time. Um, and Jen is like so loosey-goosey. She does not live her life by a schedule. She's like, oh, yeah, we're just going to like bebop around, do whatever. Um, and Joey's just like, no, but we need to do this. You don't want to be late. This is a very, very fast paced city. And I'm like, Joey, who the <laughs> fuck do you think you're talking to? <laughs> this is a very, I, I, I think it's so funny that she's like, Jen, it's like a fast paced city. Like Jen didn't grow up there. Like she knows New York City. Yeah. Like the back of her hand. So funny. So then we uh, swap over to Caveside High. The only one who is in school today is PC. Um, he, and of course, Yui has to come in and keep him company. And he's just like, oh, it's ditch day. What are you doing here? And he's just like, you know, I have a test to take and I have to do things today. And so please get the fuck out of my face. (laughs) Yeah, I think that this is like good continuity to remind us that Mr. Frickin Pacey has to take three of his core classes over again. It's a lot. And... Yeah, that's a lot. So he has there's consequences. He is not able to attend ditch day. He has to take a test with the rest of the juniors. Yes. And Yui has to stay, too, because he has shitty attendance and really bad disciplinary records. And so if he ditched on ditch day, he probably wouldn't graduate. Um, And they called his mom. They called his mommy um, to tell him. Yeah, Mrs. Valentine got uh, the 411. 
and we can't go to ditch day Uh, did you go to ditch day i honestly don't know if we had a ditch day like i don't there you don't have a ditch day there's just like it's not like it's not on the school calendar but like Like, i would have known i i don't think i guess so i don't know no there was i didn't participate yeah, there definitely was, and you were just like goody two shoes, one two three. Yeah, and probably. Did you have a ditch day? Yeah, of course we did. What do you do? What do you guys do on your ditch day? You go to the beach. Probably, I'm trying to remember. You'd have to make sure um, we it was, definitely it was had one. If it was Maybe the, the mall. Oh my god, the mall. I don't know. I think it. You know what it was? I think that it tacked on to prom weekend. Oh, so, so it's like think, a Monday after prom weekend or something? So I think it was probably a Monday after prom weekend, and we were probably coming back from the beach that day. Gotcha. That would make sense, I yeah. guess. Um, And so Pacey's like, get out of my face. I have to take a quiz, which is actually really a test, and I have to study a ton. Um, And Yui just says, like, well, after you do this, let's go blow off class and do something dangerous. Uh, and Pacey's like, um, I can't. I have a test tomorrow, too. So, you know. Yeah, because he has to take three of his core classes over again. He has tests, so like, probably every day now. It's so extra. It's so much. And Yui's just like, oh, well, I wonder what Joey's up to. Because you're just in academic prison. And, of course, the show is going to bring us right to Jen and Joey. <laughs> yeah, they're doing nothing. Well, actually, no. They're they... at a cute little coffee shop. Yeah. Um, and we get to meet a guy named Typo. 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 Typo is his name. He's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, he seems very fun. Um, and like I loved getting a little snapshot of like Jen's past in terms of like who she used to hang out with, what she used to do, because obviously Cape Side is very, very different than New York City. And that New York City, there's always something going on. There's a million stores and shops and coffee places you could go to and you could meet anybody, right? It's not this like rinky dink town with like 10 people in it. So we get to meet Typo, who seems like a fun guy. Um, and uh, he meets Jen and Joey. And uh, Jen says that Joey is her keeper, which I think is very funny and kind of appropriate given like what it feels like their predicament is, you know. I would say if I was in this situation, really, Joey's my babysitter today, you know. Yeah. Oh, she's my chaperone. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. In a city that I grew up in, you know, but she's my chaperone. Well, but also Joey needs Jen. And I hate that like Jen kept trying to like ditch Joey throughout the entire episode because it's like Joey doesn't know what she's doing. Like they need to be together. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. And um, I love how Typo immediately is just like, oh, you definitely need one of those. Like (laughs) you need a chaperone. Yeah. Typo remembers like crazy Jen from back in her city days. Definitely. And so um, he so we find out, right, Joey has never been to New York City and like. Typo was just like, what kind of young lady's never been to Manhattan? Where do you buy your clothes? And I'm just like, what the fuck do you mean? Do you think every human being goes to Manhattan to buy their clothes? Well, I mean, in Typo's world, yeah. Joey buys uh, her clothes from Dawson's, like, garage sales. That's where she gets her clothes. that's probably right, yeah. Um, and so Jen wants to know, like, what's the deal with everyone? And he says, oh, we still go. We meet Ben and Monica for lunch on Wednesdays. And Jen's like, today is Wednesday. And Joey, again, is her chaperone and is always poking her at like, what about that meeting you have at NYU? You have to go meet with that guy. 
Um, and Typo's super happy to hear that potentially Jen will be coming back to New York City. Which I thought was fun. Yeah. Like, I love that he was, like, very excited to see his friend again. I, don't, I, I feel like add Typo. Get rid of Yui. Add Typo to the show. Yeah, I would like Typo. Number one, he's cool. Number two, it gives us some flavor in Cape Side. I would love to have Typo as a regular character. Yeah, I think he's so interesting. And we'd get a little so bit more Jen backstory with him around, you know? Yeah, I mean, he probably knows the real Jen. Like, forget Yui. Like, he probably knows, like, Jen's, like, good and bad. Yeah. Um. And uh, and so, yeah, so Joey's just like, uh, so, yeah, so Jen's like, oh, well, um, what do you think about me coming back? And he's like, obviously, you should, you should come back. Um, and Joey says the same thing. She's like, I don't understand why you're even debating why not to come here. And we get like the whole kind of premise of the Joey Jen trip right here where Jen says, they always say you can never really go home again. We're going to find out later, like why she actually truly came to New York because it was not to meet with some NYU dude. Um, meanwhile, we have Pacey taking a test, um, and I really fucking hate this teacher. Every teacher is such a dick to Pacey. Every last one of them. None of them. Yeah. And the thing is, is like we've seen with Andy, he was succeeding. He was doing well. They know he has potential. And so I really hate how all of them feel the need to like drop him down a peg. Yeah. Uh, none of these teachers are very supportive. I just wish that he had one supportive person in his life like the guidance counselors suck they all suck he's not an idiot he just honestly he suffers from depression you know yeah and we have this teacher saying like oh as far as i know the college acceptance letters have been sent how are your options looking it's uh, like you know i am yeah. sure the majority of the teachers know yeah, for sure. They're, they're, That's he's just, not looking so good. He's a, a, such a dick. So Pacey's going to take this quiz. Meanwhile, Dretchen has a flat tire on their Jeep and Dawson uh, doesn't have a spare. Uh, because nice guy Dawson lent some rando the spare because he got trapped. Yeah. So he was just trying to be nice. He was. But like the thing is, is this is one of those times where this show, because it's in the 90s, like shows it's 90s. Because our day, like, I mean, even for us, I'm trying to think. Um, I I knew people who had AAA. I did not have AAA when I was a kid, when I was like 16. I do now. But I'm a lot of most all cars have like AAA of some sort nowadays. Um, But. I guess this is like we were kind of that generation where like people were starting to get AAA, but Dawson is still in the era of like no cell phones. I don't have a spare. I don't have AAA. He probably doesn't know how to change a tire, or maybe he does. I I've tried changing a tire. I will say, um, but I couldn't. The bolts were on too tight, and so I couldn't use the little cranky thing. Oh come on! I know. So eventually, I had to call AAA, and they had to come out and uh, change my tire, but. Yeah, and the thing is, is I always love... Have you ever had a flat tire, Sarah? Yes. Okay. I always love in these shows when they show a flat tire, and it is, like, fucking flat. Like, pancaked onto the ground. Yeah, that's happened to me before. That has happened? Because I found that when I had a flat tire, I thought... This is going to sound really dumb. I was 16 in my defense of, like, why I thought this. I was like, is there a fucking helicopter above me? Because that's kind of what it sounds oh, yeah, like. Oh, yeah, no, noise. It, it's noisy. 
And so I thought there was a helicopter, and then I realized I had a flat. But this is like a fucking pancake flat tire. It's okay, flat, that happened flat. to me. That happened to me in the um in the winter actually. But but that's also because I was driving on a flat tire for like a year. But um, <laughs> but uh, I just kept filling it up. But that happened to me in the winter, and it was like pancake flat. It was like so flat. Yeah. When I eventually, and then I filled it up again, and then I drove it to get fixed. Oh my! Oh, I was gonna say, please say you got it fixed. I've had the issue. I think ninety percent of the flats, or like I should say, flats, quote unquote, I've had are like I had a nail in my tire, and it had a slow leak. Where are all these nails? I know. How are they everywhere? I don't understand. And you know my theory about nails. Like, I'm very convinced that nobody ever buys nails. <laughs> they just show up. So it's like, but is it like they, do they somehow, there's nails on the ground all over the universe, and then they just evaporate and show up in your house? Like, where do nails come from? I think my theory is that there are shitty people out there who have bad days and they just take a handful of nails and sprinkle them along the highway. That's just rude. I'm saying I think that people do this because I agree with you. I've had so many nails in my tires. And luckily, most of the time, if that happens, you could get a plug. You don't need to replace the full tire because 60 bucks, a fucking steal and a half for Dawson on tires. Tire, If you are of the age to drive and own a vehicle, um, and have had to get a tire They are fucking expensive And I love yeah. the idea of Dawson Just walking into a mechanic's office Or a mechanic shop And being like yes I will take one tire please Like no you need to make sure it's the right size Like you can't I just get one any tire t- <laughs> One tire and a drive back Yeah ridiculous so, so yeah so they have a flat tire now And Gretchen I will say I love Gretchen And this was the 90s Do not hitchhike it is so fucking dangerous. Like, I feel like this is the worst idea is hitchhiking. I don't care if there's two of you. It's so terrible. You could literally die. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Or or if you are driving and you pick up a hitchhiker, you could be picking up a murderer. A hundred percent. Don't pick up hitchhikers and don't hitchhike. It's all a bad idea. And so she is like, oh, we're going to hitchhike. And Dawson. Hold on. If like... You were hitchhiking and another woman picked you up. Would you go in with the woman or is it men specifically? I wouldn't go in with anybody. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't pick up anybody and I wouldn't go in. Like with even if it's like, I don't know. That's like, how they get you. They're the secret one in a million woman serial killer. Oh, yeah. Like, even if it was, like, somebody like me, just like this innocent looking, like, blonde haired individual that's like, doesn't seem to be able to tackle you and like murder you like would you get picked up by like me if I was accepting Mm. hitchhikers in my life probably still no but I'd be more likely to because I think you have like a more innocent vibe than yeah very innocent yeah I don't know do I have an innocent vibe do I look like someone who would pick up a hitchhiker and not murder them (laughs) you know how like they say like oh my gosh remember when we were making jokes that like Dawson would be the worst person to kidnap ever because he would not shut up (laughs) that's you (laughs) like you would even if you were a murderer like yeah I would or even if you if I was like in a really bad spot and I got picked up by you like you would be just chatting my ear off. That I'd be like, you know what? Just drop like, me off. A, please 
murder me or if you're not gonna murder me then just drop me it's off a slow here. murder it's a slow death by annoyance yeah but <laughs> that's what it is just the ears start bleeding yeah. like please that's how i get them that's how i do it yeah, um, that's probably like I mean, honestly, there's no murder weapons, so that's probably how you can be a murderer. Just if you literally want to talk do. someone's ear off until they just fall off and bleed to death. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so, um, and so Dawson, being the smart uh, guy that he is, says, "No, we should not be hitchhiking." Um, have you ever seen the Hitcher, Rutger Ru- Rutger Hauer? I've never heard of this person. Um, hold on. Quick Google is going to tell me that. Uh, oh, he's just. Oh, he's an actor. OK, so apparently this is a movie. The Hitcher. Uh, he says, we'll work at it. Don't worry. <laughs> I, 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 of course, he's referencing a movie. That's all Dawson has. I, that's true. I don't know why I thought that it might be um, like a serial killer or something. But no. it's a story about the eradication of innocence in the hands of a hell agent along America's open road. Sounds boring. It does. It sounds fucking terrible. Um, and so anyway, so he's just like, so he sees. OK, Sarah, he sees a sign that says six miles to the next fucking town. If I'm Gretchen, I'm like, OK, I'll see you in a bit when you come back with the, with the <laughs> six miles. He's like, oh, that's super walkable. Six miles. How long would six it miles? take you okay, to walk okay, hold six on. miles? Uh, how long does it take? I mean, are you a fast walker? No, I mean, I think it'll take you an hour and a half at a slowish, moderate-ish pace. Yeah, I would say like let's miles. pretend you're going really slow and doing like a 15 minute mile. That's yeah. Then two hours. It's a hot minute. That's gonna take you a long ass time to walk to a town that you don't even know. Yeah, but I think that these people are fast walkers, so I'm going to say that they could probably get there in like an hour 15. I, I think so. I think you're right. Um, So they're going to leave and head that way. Meanwhile, Pacey, poor Pacey, is like still finishing a test when they're like ring the bell rings for and everyone's oh this is the in. worst it makes me want him to get extra time you like, can he's trying like so hard yes like this okay because this is absolutely a thing even more than it used to be right like you used to be able to get extra time on tests like certain people would be able to get extra time like i assume if you had like some kind of learning disability like some kind of um like dyslexia or anything like that that would make you need extra time i feel like it's really shitty to put a time limit on pacey when it's not like he's Relooking over his answers, he hadn't finished. Yeah, I mean, I I don't understand. I mean, I guess you don't want somebody taking a test for like five hours, but what's it to you if somebody has an extra half an hour of time on a test? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like he should at least get an extra, like let him come in on his lunch and like finish it. Or I don't, you know, maybe because he'd look up answers. I don't know, but there has to be a better way to do this. I mean, I'm not a teacher, so. I just know that they have it was written he was like writing an essay yeah so yeah so I hope that he didn't I don't know flunk it because of like hit I hope like whatever he was writing was like succinct enough I don't know it just this teacher doesn't look like he's gonna cut him any slack though well no but also you know once again I'm pretty sure that these are like good it's like a junior level class so yeah, because there's a lot of a lot of people in that class, and then fucking Yui is like Yui's a senior though, isn't he? Yui is a senior. Yeah. I don't know. I can't explain it. No. Um, also, Jack is missing from this episode. I kind of just realized. 
So why didn't he go with Jen to the city? Oh, Jacker. I wonder what Jacker's is up to. up to today. Maybe he's hanging out with stupid Toby. Um, That's probably my (laughs) best guess. Was he too busy filming Final Destination? Like, what the actual heck? Uh, Sorry, can't come to my, you know, nine to five. He ditched. He ditched the actual show. He he ditched (laughs) ditch day. Uh, so we have a Jen and Joey are in New York City and Joey's catching on that something is up because when she asks for the admissions guy's name, Jen says it's Thomas Stevenson. <laughs> True. Why can't she just like hold on to like a one freaking fake name? And then she calls him uh, her out. She's like, well, last time you said it was like Thomas Stevenson. And the time before that, you said it was Steve Thompson. So what is it? Yeah. And so she realizes that Jen doesn't really have a meeting at the at the uh, NYU. And so she's like, what's going on? Jen says, I'm here to see my dad. I've been thinking about why things are the way they are. And I'm just not going to know until I see him. But you should take in the city. You have one day and there's like so much you need to do. Uh, She says, I'm going to be fine, most likely. So she says, I'll meet you uh, at eight o'clock in front of the hotel for dinner. And Joey's like, oh, you were paying attention to my schedule. And we get this multiple times in this episode where Joey says, I feel like I'm not going to see you again. What do you think that means? I don't know. It made me feel like we weren't going to see Jen again. I was like, why are you giving me such creepy vibes? Like, I felt like she thought that she was going to ditch freaking Joey and never come back to Cape Side again. Yeah, it was kind of a mix of are you going to die? And also a mix of are you going to Are you going to go off and want to stay here forever? Yes, it was a mix of both things. It was really weird. And so Jen's like, oh, she doesn't. She says you will. And so she leaves. And Joey just is like, oh, I'm coming with you. I'm your keeper. And I I did like Joey. I think it was a mixture of things, if I'm being honest, where like Joey was a little bit afraid to be in the city by herself, but also was like, you know what? I need to support Jen. Yeah, I I agree with that. I also wanted to say that, like, I think it's so rude that Jen was like, "Okay, bye, explore the city. It's like this bitch has no clue where she's going. Like, why are you ditching her? I also think you should ask someone like, are you okay being in the city by yourself? Because that's like first a small town girl like Joey who hasn't ever been to New York City. I feel like that'd be super overwhelming, especially she's what, like 17, you know, like it's she's really young. And you're putting someone in a super vulnerable spot here. Um, yeah. So we're with Dretchen. They're in this like podunk town. Um, and they get to. It's actually a pretty cute town. They get to Irv's garage and they meet Irv. Irv is a fucking character and a half. Yeah. This guy was like, I've never acted before, but this is going to be my time to shine. This was so funny where he's like, he's the only mechanic and they're like Irv at Irv's garage. Yeah, he's like, oh, well, great. We need a tire. And Irv is like, great. This is the only day we have tires in stock, even though I'm a fucking automobile repair shop. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we just got this entire display in. But also it's like you're a freaking mechanic. You have one car. And no tow truck either. There's no other cars that are. It's like Irv, you're, Irv's kind of a scam artist, I think. Irv is both a scam artist, but I also understand his issue. Like what he, the end of the day, I feel like I also kind of side with Irv on some stuff. The one thing I'm just like, he calls his truck Eleanor Roosevelt. 
Um, yeah. And he says, Mrs. Roosevelt's taken ill. She has a busted carburetor. And I have to work alone, so I have to get her up and running. And he trusts Dawson to help, like, fix this? And the thing with Dawson is, I understand him thinking the ride back to the vehicle will be free. Because he free. says, yeah. if I help you fix the car, you drive us back to your flat. Or back to our flat. That yeah. makes sense to me. That like, okay, I'll help you fix your car if you give me a ride. But you have to yeah. pay for the fucking tire, Dawson. You do. You do. You don't get everything for free now. And then even before you were, like, you're walking into the store. So what do you expect before you realize that his car is busted? Like, how are you going to pay for the tire anyway? That's what I really didn't understand. It, I mean, we'll, get, we'll get to it in a little bit, I guess. But um, yeah. How, how, like, is a busted carburetor a big deal? I have no fucking idea. I am so oh, okay. bad with anything mechanical. Um, I try. I really do try my best because I hate being that person who gets, like, ripped off by. I have a trusted mechanic. I will say, in your life, when, like, it is so worth it to get a mechanic you trust and that treats you yeah, with respect. Totally. Because yeah. when I was like from the ages of like 16 to probably 2021 20, or something, maybe around that time, I would just go to like a random, you know, whatever. And not always they would tell me shit and use jargon that they knew would go over my head. And because they took advantage because I was a young woman who didn't know shit about cars. Now I have a mechanic who will tell me like in layman's terms what shit means and they don't try to, like, pull a con artist move on me and upcharge me for shit. And I will tell you, it is so worth it to find a mechanic you can trust. I love that for you. Mm-hmm. So. I found. Go ahead. I don't know. I'm, like, trying to look at carburetor shit. And all I see is don't ignore the signs. <laughs> what are the signs? We are here to tell you don't ignore the signs of your carburetor. Is what are the signs? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so don't ignore engine the signs, performance don't reduction. Well, I don't know what, what that means. What does that mean? Like it just goes slower? It stops. Black exhaust smoke. Oh gosh, that, I understand. That seems engine bad. backfires or overheats. <gasps> okay, this starting... all seems very bad. Like your car could like catch on fire. <gasps> Did I but, tell oh, you I, that? What? what the other day I was just gonna say like those are like really big signs to ignore <laughs> the other That's... day we were driving and we were in an area that has like two lanes on either side and then there's like that middle like turn lane you know so you could turn into like gas stations and stuff and all yeah. of a sudden I saw a bunch of smoke and I was like what <gasps> is that and as we were driving a car was in that turning lane literally on fire oh my gosh like smoke was coming out of the engine and i'm like oh no that's not good and then one of the tires straight up popped from like oh. the pressure and then we just saw like the entire thing get engulfed in flames luckily no oh. one was in the car it seems like they had gotten out in time and we, oh good because they didn't ignore the signs they didn't ignore the signs they're like this must be my carburetor let me exit the vehicle in the middle Could've of been. this turning lane I, it's better how, than bringing it into the gas station. Can you imagine if it had caught fire in the gas station that exploded the whole gas station? Oh, okay. Well, actually, that's really smart. I wouldn't think about that. I would probably bring it into the gas station. <laughs> Blow up like that. But also, I would probably ignore the signs. <laughs> no big deal. That black smoke is coming out of my, the front yeah, of my it's car. No big totally deal. fine. I mean, not good for the environment, but fine for the car. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so he's, so he, Dawson is going to help him fix up Eleanor Roosevelt. Gretchen is just like, you know what? I'm going to go find us something to eat. Um, so she leaves. Uh, and then we have Joey and Jen going into Jen's dad's office. And 
Okay, how do we feel about Joey's advice here to Jen? Um, I don't know. So she's basically saying, like, I've been through this. Just make sure you really think about what you're going to say because you only have one shot at this, right? That's the that's the message. It's yeah. It's basically like, listen, we got all the way here, and you're gonna confront him about something. It's gonna be like a moment in your life. So just think about what you're gonna do when you get in there because this is like a big moment. And I feel like you're kind of making Jen even more nervous than she already is. Yeah, like I think that Jen has been thinking about it. It's been that's why you're here. That's why she came to New York City is because she's been thinking about it and she needs to resolve this like right now. I think that Joey was just saying words. She's like, oh, guess what? Like I can actually in my mind relate to Jen in this moment. So I'm going to give her advice. But then they had to go to the bathroom instead they have to get which um this bathroom at this office had public like towels wait did you see the public towels i don't know that i was paying attention like you mean to like dry your hands off after dry your hands they did not have when you wash them they did not have like paper towels they had like towels you like yeah i know it's and freaking jen washed her face with it oh no i know i'm like jennifer like how do they like everybody uses these towels this is not sanitary that's so gross i I was like i could barely pay attention to this scene (laughs) because i was so wrapped up with the public towels yeah i mean here's the thing i'm very pro-environment you know this about me like i do my best um but i'm very anti-public towel like it's either air dryer which is good for the environment or like paper towel dispenser which isn't as good for the environment but also dries your hands better and there's less chance of germs yeah i just want to show you this look do you see this hold on i will look the towel is on her mouth ew no you're insane gross how often do you think that they like clean and switch out those towels um probably once a week ew (laughs) that's even worse in my head i was like oh they must have well, I don't know. He's a nice fancy, housekeeper so maybe it's switch weekly, out. daily. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, so, so gross. gross, Jennifer. You're disgusting. <sighs> Nasty. Um. So back in high school, Casey's just trying to put some ketchup on his fries. Uh, and there's like these two kids talking about how easy the quiz was, and Casey is just like having a moment. Uh, he's not feeling so great about things. And well, yeah, but it was freaking Yui who is like, oh, this test was so easy. I definitely aced it. Like, so he's just doing it to neg Pacey. Yeah, he's a dick. Uh, and so Pacey gives in and he's like, all right, fine. I'll go do your stupid shit with you. Yui. <laughs> yeah, like basically Yui is like gives like a come hither moment yeah. and Pacey's like at first resistant, but then he gives in because yeah. I mean, what else does he have going on? He doesn't really have anything. So he, you know, is going to humor whatever yeah. Yui wants to do. Um, And then we're back with Jen and Joey where they're talking about like they're talking about like what Joey asks. <laughs> this is such a funny question to me. Joey literally asks. Jen, what happened to you? 
<laughs> if somebody asked me that, I'd be like, girl, you have no clue. It's like, such a big question everything. and also kind of like insulting in terms of like, what happened, girl? <laughs> happened to you why are you such a fucking disaster also joey you had two years three years to figure out what is wrong with jennifer and now you're showing interest yep no i'm with you uh and so we find out from jen she used to hate cape side when she was 12 she was really terrified of grams which totally get that at that age uh and so when her mom would want to go visit she really didn't want to go and so they were supposed to go there uh her dad had work to do so it was just gonna be her and her mom and she complained all the way to the train station and so her mom says oh you don't want to go fine stay here go home and be with your father which, first of all, I feel like you shouldn't just let a 12-year-old be at a train station by themselves and, like, make their own way home. I don't know what the appropriate age is for that. That feels a little young uh, to me. I know. These, I mean, I don't know. These city kids start walking to school, like, when they're, like, seven years old. Oh, my God. Own. It's terrifying. I know. Um, That's what happens. That's why the XOXO Gossip Girl kids are so wild. <laughs> Drink at bars all the time. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, so she was like shocked that she'd actually won this argument. And so she was like so excited about getting to spend the weekend with her dad. Um, and so she's about to say, I really loved my dad, but, and then they get interrupted. Of course they get interrupted at the best part of the story. Yeah. Oh, you stupid lady that works there. Yeah, like, get how out of dare here. you come in? Yeah. She's just going to get her hands all hands? gross. <laughs> Yeah, she, <laughs> she like goes. She doesn't even go to the bathroom. She just goes straight to wash her hands. Probably use the same exact towel that Jennifer wiped her face with. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's not me. It's her. It's Jen. She's grody. Um, it is. It's disgusting. Uh, and so right. So then we're back at the diner, and poor Gretchen. Is just trying to order a fucking sandwich. But she's ordering the grossest sandwiches that they have. Like, I love a tuna salad sandwich. I really do. But I only get it from, like, respectable delis, you know? Like, yeah, I feel like it's very Jewish sus. Deli. This place does yeah. not look the best. And I would no. not order tuna from here. I also I would wouldn't not. order a... I wouldn't order any type of, like sandwich salad yes mayonnaise based salad sandwich but that's what she was like can i have tuna salad no can i have chicken salad no can i have egg salad no disgusting gretchen like why are you choosing the most gross sandwiches from a diner specifically like if you go to like once again a respectable deli then no problem but not this place so then she's like what do you have and the lady is like beef and then gretchen's like roast beef and then the lady's like just beef beef she's like sort <laughs> of she uses the word sort of no when, what the hell no. do you mean by sort of beef what is okay, that at this point at this point like what's the move like what do you get i'm leaving i'm getting chips i'm not chips. risking it i'm getting like food poisoning on whatever the fuck kind of sort of beef she's serving like maybe i would take a grilled cheese from them maybe okay. i would take Fair. like a peanut butter and jelly like Something vegetarian at this point, because I don't trust like any mystery meat that this establishment has. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. Maybe like a chicken finger or a hamburger. A chicken finger, French fries are probably a safe bet. Yeah. Um, anything that's not frozen. again, anything that's not like mayonnaise based or like meat based, where it can go yeah, bad. So probably not a hamburger. I would not know. 
And so she's like, okay, great. I'll take two of the sort of beef burgers or beef sandwiches. And can I get a couple of Cokes? And the woman is just like, Pepsi, and then leaves. You can't, yeah. Basically, this is my nightmare, this place. I hate it. It's the worst. Uh, so they leave. And before we get into all of the drama of Jen and her fraught relationship with her father, let's go to a quick commercial break to hear from our sponsors. We'll be right back. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Okay. We are back. Jen is going in to see her father. Um, and her dad is, he is that guy, Sarah, where he pretends like they have this like amazing relationship. It's, right. Like it's really off-putting, right? Because we're expecting him. Okay. So number one, we have to remember that Jen has tried to go home and her father specifically has said, no, I don't want her to come home. Yeah. So we're like thinking like Jen's going to come in and her dad's going to be like, what are you doing here? Like, how dare you come without a call? No, he goes and gives like the creepiest hug to her. And it's yeah. like, Angel, it's I'm so glad you're here. Like, that is some bullshit. It's like she's c- tried to come home and you've refused. And now you're like, oh, Angel, like, so glad to see you here. And then he like turns to Joey and he's like, oh, who is this? Fucking like you know bad bad vibes it was weird like even before i knew what jen's dad actually did just the fact that he was so welcoming to jen when we've heard uh, the opposite for four seasons gave me the heebie-jeebies yeah he's like he's like the you know that thing where it's like quote-unquote nice guy that's what he's trying to be Mm -hmm. where he's like oh what brings you to manhattan and he finds out like joey says oh well jen got into uh nyu and he is like trying to be so excited he's like cancel the rest of my day make reservations for us at west side grill in 30 minutes and then he acts like oh my gosh i'm so excited that you got accepted into college we're gonna go celebrate blah 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 like he's being way over the top and i feel like immediately we're we're put in the position of either not believing jen that he's actually that bad of a guy but i really think what the show wants us to feel is we saw him reject her coming home right and so we're put yeah. in the the position of when's the shoe gonna drop like when are we gonna see what he's actually like without this like facade yeah i always believed jen i was just thinking that he was being fake especially in front of joey 100 percent. he is he is like the facade guy who like puts on this show around other people um so they're gonna go off meanwhile yui and pacey go to a fucking bar <sighs> this uh, this whole storyline did not work for me i gotta be honest where yeah. like uh you know yui gets called gilbert and he gives pacey a fake id which pacey doesn't have a fake id himself i find this hard to believe mm-hmm. and so he's like he gives the, him a um he gives him a <laughs> david kibo um uh what is it fake id he's a short balding asian man in his 40s yeah um 
not pasty, not close to pasty. But apparently this establishment doesn't care as long as you have some sort of form of identification. Right. And so um, everyone knows Yui because he like comes here often, I guess. And so they order a bunch of drinks um and uh and so yeah he's like oh he hands her a credit card he's like i want to start a running tab and he says this is my father's idea of a birthday present creative isn't it so apparently it's yui's birthday recently was yui's birthday we tried to get pacey to like he asked oh like when was your birthday but yui ignores the question when was yui's birthday we want to know yui you know what? Who Yui probably like? What Yui probably is? Well, oh, you mean a Gemini? Astral- oh, he's such a fucking Gemini. Because pro- this is probably late May, early June, maybe, or it's April, and he could be an Aries. I could see either one of those fitting him. He feels too tactical to be an Aries. Not that Aries cannot be tactical, but I feel they're more act first, think later. And I think that Yui is more think first than act He's later. He's a schemer. He's a schemer, yeah. Um, I agree with this assessment, though. Uh, and so, yeah, so apparently this they're going to – it's ditch day. We're going to go out and drink. It's going to be great. Um, and Pacey says it was really lonely today at school. Like, everyone is was gone. Uh, and Pacey's just like, you know what? I really don't want to, like, have this conversation with you. So never mind. <laughs> and so they're like they're gonna drink to the future and they drink like a bunch of tequila yeah they got three rounds of tequila shots this is gonna be a wild day uh yeah yeah i mean okay i you're a tequila lover i love tequila i cannot really get down with tequila i will do tequila in like a marg but if i'm doing shots like i'm not doing shots of tequila it does not sound like something i want to do yeah, I've done I've I've done a lot of shots of tequila in my day and it doesn't feel great. I don't do really like I'll do a shot celebratory shot if someone wants to do a celebratory shot. But I am like, bitch, I am 30. I don't need to be doing shots anymore. Like I could just have a bev. I'm that bitch who like I literally went to the grocery store uh, the other day. I got myself like a pack of hard seltzers, like an 18 pack mm-hmm. or whatever. They'll last me like a good two weeks because I'll have like yeah. one in the evening, you know, as just like yeah, a winding just a, situation. Just a little, little hard seltzer. Yeah. Plus, I love the taste. Oh, my God. If you like hard seltzer, I highly recommend the Bud Light tie dye ones. There's three flavors. And you know how hard it is in a variety pack to get one that has all good flavors. The only one out there that I've I've tested a lot of hard seltzers. And this is my favorite one. It has cherry limeade. It has, they used to have one called like summer ice, which didn't make any sense, but they switched that one out. They have a blue raspberry. And there's one other flavor I'm forgetting. Is it like triple berry? Either way, it's delicious. You should get it. Wow. I can't believe summer ice got the shaft. I mean, it was like one of the best flavors, but it made no sense. Like what the hell is summer ice? Like what does that taste like? You know? I think they switched it out for triple berry, but I will say it's absolutely delicious. But like seltzer, if you want to sponsor us, I would totally do that. They also do those freeze pops. They do. And it's the same flavors. Yeah. The freeze pops are good. Yeah. We, we you still have a bunch of freeze pops that I need to dig into next time I see you. Yeah. Um, they're now your freeze pops. Yes. Um, so meanwhile, we're back with Irv and, and Dretchen driving back to their car. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we, Eleanor Roosevelt is in working order again, Mm -hmm. and um, he's kind of like just like wittering on about, I don't know, cars, 
Um, and he's going to be like, I'm going to fix your car and you lovebirds are going to be on your way. Um, and then I think that they asked like where they were heading and they still don't know. No, they're, they're, they're still like, oh, it's just a road trip. And so Gretchen is smart enough to say, hey, how much is this going to cost us, Irv? And Irv's like, cost? You mean money? It's like, what the fuck? Irv, of course. Of course she means money. What the fuck are you talking about? And why was this not asked like a gazillion years ago? I don't know how Irv didn't say this is how much this is going to cost or why neither one of them asked before now, especially Gretchen, who's obviously much smarter in the ways of the world than Dawson. Yeah. Because transparency. This is bad transparency. But Dawson is just like, oh, Irv's doing us a big favor. And Irv's like 60 bucks, 60 bucks for the tire, 20 bucks for the ride here. Now. Now, I will mm-hmm. say 60 bucks also is very cheap for a tire, but this is the 90s. I will say I feel like 60 bucks for the tire is fair. I feel like the ride, it was implied that it was free because Dawson helped you fix up Eleanor. Yeah, I could agree. I can get behind that. I do think that $60 for a tire in the 90s is a little is a little steep. I think that should have been like, I don't know, $40 for the for all in. I just also don't understand how you don't. Okay, Gretchen bought sandwiches and Cokes. Yeah. What, what money did you use to buy that, where, Gretchen? Yeah, okay, so who? where is the money? Now, is it just that they were upset by the principle of this and refused to give them money? Do they have no money at all? It seems like they had no money because he talks about getting wired money from his parents. But then how? How did you get the, the snacks? How, did you, how were you planning on getting gas? How were you planning on buying food? Exactly. Like, you can't just, like, drop everything and go on... A 24 hour trip with no money that's so irresponsible like you don't even have a debit card you don't have a credit card like you have nothing it's so weird and then Dawson says honey give him the money and then we see them getting like kicked out of the car by Irv I feel like Irv you could at least do the decent thing and drop them off at the car you're already on the the road at the very least yeah Yeah. $20 for the drive is for six miles that is a like a three minute drive down the road. It's so much money back that in that day. Is a nowadays, lot of money. the gas pr- gas casa. Nowadays, <laughs> the cost of gas prices is astronomical. That would make more sense. Yeah. But back in this day, yeah. No, $20 for a three-minute ride is ridiculous. This is not like a black luxury Uber. Like, come on. Like, <laughs> and so let's, let's be real. Like Irv got selfish. I think that he was like, oh, these like big city big shots yeah. are are here and they have money and they're I'm going to get the full deal. Yeah. But also I think that when they were like they were just assuming that everything was free, I think Irv was like, fuck you. Yeah, I uh this was this was like really rude of Irv. He just like leaves them. He's like, Good luck, see you later. Um <laughs> so then we're at lunch with Jen, her dad, and Joey, and he, like, knows the waiter. He's like, okay, give my best Shirley Temple for my daughter. Like, he's very much treating her like she's, like, 10 years old or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And whatever Josephine Potter wants. Yeah. And then, oh, Hen- tell Henry we're here. He'll know what to make. Um, okay. And so Jen. This go ahead. Sorry. Is wild. What is wild? What? The scene. Oh, yeah. It is. Joey, the entire scene is giving fuck me eyes to Jen's dad. 
Wait, Joey is giving fuck me eyes yes. to Jen's dad? I yes. think I this. What do you mean? Okay. She gave him fuck me eyes? The whole entire scene. Oh like, he's being swarmy a little bit. Like, he's, like, taking a little bit too much interest into Joey. But Joey, the entire scene, is like, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me. Like, look at me. Like, she's I think she sultry eyes. She does give him sultry eyes Um, when he starts talking about, like, his love with with new york the like city for yes. sure the entire time yeah if i was on if i was jen and i was at this date i would like pull joey to the bathroom and be like can you stop fucking flirting with my dad you <laughs> creep and then she'd walk, dry her hands on the dirty towel <laughs> i was like joey what the fuck are you doing yeah. stop looking at him like you know like screw me yeah uh, yeah romantic joey eyes the entire time and like this whole thing is bullshit because like joey's like trying to hype jen up she's like oh she got into so many colleges and uh her dad is just like oh well she has impeccable judgment and i'm like well you obviously don't know your daughter at all she's <laughs> terrible judgment. she's terrible judgment yeah. yeah um and so so right so then he's like well why aren't you going to college in in new york city joey and so she's just like how does how does New York surprise you every day? And so he goes into this whole speech about how everything is moving at this constant pace. It's a, the whole city is a living organism. It changes and your relationship to it is like this huge romance. It's intoxicating, irresistible, and then it's comfortable and safe. It feels like you've known each other forever. Uh, sometimes yeah. you're on the out, sometimes you're making up, but you're in this moment where you think, oh God, I'm madly in love with you and I always will be. And that's when yeah. it surprises me. This is when I yeah. thought she was like making fuck me eyes okay. at him. Exhibit A. I am showing you a picture of Josephine Potter in this scene. Those are fuck me eyes. Oh, she is. Look, Look at that. Okay, can we just talk about the blush placement, girl? Okay. Yeah, she's bl- she is flushed and blushed. She has this like little lip gloss on. Yeah. Her eyebrows look super good for the 90s, just like so perfect. And she is like Please fuck me. She's got the gloss right too. Look at her. Yeah, nodding along. What is this? Look, and they're so close to they each other. Like a foot away. You're right. Close. Someone look needs at to her. like do this. A look at this whole scene because it, this is the moment that I was talking about. Is when he's talking about how irresistible New York is. She's just like, yeah, yeah, daddy. Yeah, no, like he <laughs> look at this is part. being. Look at this part. I know. <laughs> I mean, he is like totally coming on to her without a doubt, which is disgusting in itself. But it's look not at like Joey. Jen is. <laughs> Jen's just miserable. But it's not like Joey's not fully into this moment. Yeah. And I was just like, so, I was like, what is happening here? Yeah. What the best is part happening? Is when you have the best part is when you have the context of like Jen, he like fucked Jen's young friend. Yeah. And like she's like, oh fuck, it's happening again. It's happening yes. again. She's yes, transparent. So- He's not even cute. That's the thing. No. But look at her. She keeps she doing loves it. it. What the fuck? Josephine, I've never seen Joey more sexy, more sexual in the entire show. Tell me I'm up until her daddy. flirting with Jen's dad. <laughs> Fuck what you, is Joey? What is his name again? Do we remember? What? I can't. Mr. Remember. Lindley. I don't care. Oh, Theo. His name is Theo because he says he says call me Theo. Like he might he might Theo. as well just said call me Daddy because she's just like Basically. yeah, Daddy. Tell me all about <laughs> New York City. Tell me about it. It was wild, and yeah. I was like Jennifer. Oh, no, not Jennifer. Josephine. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. 
Oh my gosh, amazing. Um, so yeah, my poor Jen just looks fucking miserable. No, like this is Jen's worst nightmare. Oh, this is so funny. Worst nightmare. This is terrible. Oh my gosh. Um, so so yeah, back to uh, Dretchen. Um, Dretchen, Gretchen refuses to feed Dawson. <laughs> okay, why? So she says you cannot have your crappy sandwich until you figure out how we're getting out of the situation. I mean, first of all, a regular whatever kind of beef sort of sandwich that is to begin with is only going to get worse over time. So it really is <laughs> awful to make him wait. It's probably already gone bad. Oh, so gross. So yeah, he's brainstorming what he can do. And he, his best thing is like, I am going to have my parents wire me money. Um, This is how you know it's in the 90s. I have no idea what wiring money is. What do you... What do you mean you have no idea? People wire money all the what time. What does this you don't mean? Know what the like, Western does it, Union like, is? I okay. Isn't Western Union like a whole fraud situation? No, it's not a fraud <laughs> situation. Everybody can use Western Union. Well, it's like it's what you would use before there was like bank transfers and Zelle and Venmo and all this type of shit. But what do you mean so, wiring? Is it just transferring money from one yes. bank account to another? Yes. Well, the, I yeah. think I've done that with my mom. I didn't know it was called wiring. What do you mean you don't know what wiring money is? Because it sounds so fancy. It sounds like I'm going to write a traveler's check for someone. I talk about wiring money all the time. It's you, using what do you your... talk about wiring money? At work. Oh, I at thought work. you met with That's me. Head. And I'm like, when have we talked about no. this? No, 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 no. No. Um, at work, like we wire people wire money to us oh to buy God. goods all the Can time. Can I tell you I was so shocked when I had a plumber come here the other week and I was like, Oh, do you have like Venmo? Do you like you know, do you take like credit cards? And he's just like, You can write me a check. I Wrote out the check incorrectly and had to do a second one because I'm so bad You're at writing checks. So embarrassed. I am, and I tried to hide it from him because I was I already like felt so embarrassed of myself. Well, how did you I mess just... it up? Did you put his name in like the? I put it... I put the thing on the wrong line. Like I yeah. think I put, uh, you know where you have to. I hate my least favorite thing about writing checks is that you have to write out the amount like on mm-hmm. the line because I'm like yeah. fuck I don't know how to like word it and it's like and yeah. whatever something sense and it's fucking stupid when you rent oh you wait you've never rented right I've rented but the only time I rented it was like not my name was not the name like I lived with someone else who then paid and like I paid them so I never had to write a check got it oh I never write checks I literally had like one like check your ex yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And and the other time, yeah, both times I lived in an apartment, I was not the run, one writing checks. I never had to worry about it. Um, I don't like writing checks. It's, it's Just have Venmo. It's so much easier, people. Just get Venmo. No, actually, Zelle is better because Zelle, you can get the money instantly and you don't have to pay. Oh, fees. I've heard of Zelle, but I don't think Zelle works with my bank that I have or but- something. Okay, we'll, we'll talk about this later. Because anyway. it's like, what kind of bank do you have? Oh, maybe it was just for bank? commercial reasons. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, Back at the bar, uh, Pacey says, hand, he's like, they're like playing poker. And he says, hand over those dollar bills, boys. You're playing with daddy now. Woo. <laughs> I don't know why that cracks Pacey me so loves poker. Like, honestly, if anything else, he should just become like a professional poker player. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, and so they, they, the bartender comes over and he's like, oh, Dave, you're from Rhode Island, right? I was brought, I was born in Rhode Island. What road brought you here? 
again, very, this episode is very 90s because it's like, I wouldn't fucking know the answer to that. I use GPS, bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, you had to use, you had to know your roads. But yeah. I think you know, like, the main highway is by you. I right? know the main highway is by me, yes. But like, if I. Okay, okay, do you know, if you had to be like, if you came to New Jersey, then what's the highways that you would take? I would just say I took the thruway. <laughs> like the most I think that Pacey the way he was answering I was like oh like he's like making sense to me because I don't know well yeah but that's apparently the whole point. it was all bullshit I think the thing is is like I okay to me Pacey's realistic because I know the roads around where I live if I'm going somewhere else I won't know the roads that take me there right like if I'm going to see you I'll be like oh I took the throughway I'm pretty sure I was on the garden state for like a hot second but yeah. that's all I know. And that's only because I know that there's a Garden State Parkway in Jersey. Not because Correct. I know for sure that I take it to get to you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know there's that one road, too, that has, like, two lanes on either side, but you cannot cross. And you could get a White Castle on that. You could go to White Castle on that road. Because we don't have White oh. Castle around here. So it's very... Did you get a White Castle? No, I, I don't take that road to get to you. It's, like, other places. Like, when I go to visit, like, family that I have in Jersey, oh, like, I pass. I go on that one. Anyway, so they get kicked out of the bar because it's very obvious that they have fake IDs. Um, and I'm like, I don't understand why. Okay, so this bartender is like, well, you're going to get kicked out, blah, blah, blah. Um, if I'm Pacey, I'm just like, you know what? You served a minor, so I'm going to call the cops on you and get your liquor license <laughs> taken away. No, no, no. This is this is like she has to get out of this situation. You don't want to threaten the barkeeper. I would. He's being if he's going to be that way to me. You're the one who served minors. No, no, no. It's fine. I mean, PC has immunity. Essentially, his whole family is like cops and cape side. Yeah, he can do whatever he wants. Um, he's big daddy. <laughs> All right, boys. Time to play with daddy. Um, and so, yeah, so they, like, they get up and they start, like, cracking up, like, Pacey and Yui. Um, meanwhile, uh, Daddy Lindley, uh, he has to go back to work. He has to go back into the office. He very much blows them off. He's like, your lunch is paid for. I hope you enjoy the city. Bye, honey. Bye, Snookums. Okay, bye. And he, like, leaves. Yeah. So Jen is not able to talk to him about anything that she wanted to. And this obviously upsets her because it's kind of just like buying affection, right? Like he even gave her some extra money and was like, go take a Joey out on the town. Um, and I think it's just like she does not feel fulfilled by this because she was expecting her to have like a revelation. Yeah. It didn't happen. Yeah. Um, this is so shitty, especially because, like, we really get an understanding of who he is. I hate when he's, like, leaving and he's like, Jennifer, I love you. You get more beautiful all the time. I'll see you around. Have a safe trip. It's just so – he's saying it as he's walking out. Like, I feel like you know when you're being blown off and this is a moment, you know? And she yeah. looks absolutely devastated. I, of course she does. Of course she does because – once again, like, you know, he can't give her the time of day. Yeah, it's it's awful. Um, and so, uh, so right. So then Jen is just like showing Joey the sights like up on a rooftop. She's like, oh, Wall Street, World Trade Center, Tribeca, blah, 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 on and on and on. Um, and Jen like loves it. I mean, it is a, it is a great view. You got to say like New York City can be very, very beautiful. 
Um, and Joey seems to be enjoying it too. She's like, this blows my mind that this is like, this is here. This is available to us right now. Um, and so Jen thanks Joey. I love, I do love this moment between them where Jen says, thanks for coming with me today. I really needed you. And Joey asks what happened after, like she got cut off in the middle of the grody bathroom. Um, what happened when your mom left you at the platform at Grand Central Station? So Jen says, I spent that weekend wandering around the city, just walking by myself. We find out that she slept in a parking lot in this office building she used to walk past. And then she slept in the VIP room of a club called Purgatory. Mm. And her Mm -hmm. last night, she slept in the dorm room of a guy she met at a bar. So, Sarah, does this read to you like this moment, this weekend was the like starting point for jen getting into drugs and alcohol at a young age she's 12 here so the timing kind of works out i i think that that probably um i think that probably started it i think that like she probably well she said that she lost her virginity at 12 right right so maybe she knew certain people that were already into it but yeah like i think that this is probably the impetus of like everything that went down it and feels... why she started escaping. But then, like, how did she know, like, where to go in purgatory? I don't okay, know. Okay, that's fair. She probably was already... Okay, I guess I guess, that's a good point. I wonder if it was, like, she was already kind of heading down this yeah. path. And this yeah. kind of was the... I forget what the freaking word I'm looking for is. But it, it escalated it, basically. It was yeah. an escalation at this point. Um, yeah, that would make sense to me. Yeah. And so this is the point where Jen's like, I have to go. Like when Joey asks, why didn't you want to be with your father? And Jen is like, I have to go right now. Um, she says, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be OK. Um, and again, Joey says, I still feel like we're not going to see you again. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? And Jen this time says, we'll see. She does not say you'll see me again. It's a little yeah. sus. Uh, God, it's so weird. Like, what does it's so like ominous but i i think that she really does feel like a part of her like jen's going to stay here or like jen's going to do something but like also jen why are you leaving joey in the dark in the city i know i really wanted her like because they only have until 11 right i assume joey's just gonna go to the train station at this point although 11 the next morning oh now that makes more sense Okay. But then where does Joey stay? Maybe they they must have have had a hotel together. Um, And so uh, Joey says, we we need you back there. Um, And I just I loved this scene with them because it feels like Joey is unlocking something in Jen. And like they have a lot more in common than they probably ever realized. And so I just I don't know. I feel like I would like to see more of of this between them. then we get a Dretchen by a cozy little fire on the beach. Apparently Dawson made a fire because of three years of Boy Scouts. He was able to make it out of driftwood twigs and wet matches. And yeah. Dret- Gretchen thinks it's sexy. This is impressive. I mean, you and I both come from a background of watching Survivor. Mm-hmm. And making the fire is really hard. Uh, so yeah. I'm impressed. Well, especially with wet matches, for sure. Wet matches, yeah. Um, he doesn't s- have flint. He doesn't have... Nope. No, just two sticks to rub together. Yeah. So, speaking of rubbing sticks together, um, they start making out. <laughs> uh, and, okay, to be fair to Dawson, Gretchen is the one who does stop them and say, what's going on with you? 
And Dawson says, today is a perfect example of how our visions of our lives conflict with reality. Uh, he says, I still have delusions and distortions. He thinks everything should be perfect, which this is very in character for Dawson. This makes a lot of sense that Dawson is the guy who always wants things to be perfect. Um, and he said, and but I don't like how he brings up Joey again. I feel like he could have said all of that without bringing up this point again, where he says, yeah. I still think Joey and I should have slept together for the first time. I got to let that go. It's time. And there's so much ahead of me. And also he says there's college there's this new baby there's you i'm like you should have started with her dawson because you already done fucked up bringing up joey so list her first in this list like you're fucking shut up i know i know i hate how he does this like gretchen is so good to him and he always is like oh he just ruins the moment but he does say i'm in love with you and i feel like this is the first time we heard that I was wondering if we had heard them say this before because I was like, wait a minute. Did I did they already say this? And I forgot because she asks, what are you saying? And he says, I'm in love with you and I no longer remember what we're waiting for. And Gretchen says, neither do I. And they start kissing. Um, So we're going to come back to them in a minute because we got to go to the Lindley household where Jen gets there and Mr. Lindley is passed out drinking on a chair Um, and uh, and so, yes, yeah, so she starts talking about that day. That day when she was 12 years old, she had visions of coming in, announcing she wasn't going to Cape Side. Uh, you'd smile. We'd go for a walk. And he keeps trying to, like, interrupt her. Like, he doesn't, he's not really here for story time. Um, and so she says she got home. She didn't hear anything. So she thought maybe he wasn't there. And then she heard something, a voice, a whimper, very far away. And then I heard it again. And that's when I recognized it. It was Annie Sawyer who is probably, she said, the same age I am now. So think a 17-year-old girl who lived in the apartment downstairs with her parents. She was Jen's favorite person. And now Mr. Lindley is finally starting to, like, pick up the pieces Jen is putting down. Where he's like, oh, she was in our apartment? Like, bitch, don't don't do this. We know you're lying. Um, Yeah, and it's, like, really weird here because he's clearly gaslighting her. Yeah. And he's like, this never happened like why would she be in our apartment and she has a very clear memory of what she saw and he is refusing to admit it and this is nothing feels worse than when somebody is when you have a distinct memory that is being hurtful to you and is very hurt you know and he's saying like it never happened yeah it's fucking awful because jen says you were having sex with her but you were careless you left your bedroom door open and i could see in from the hallway um and yeah he's gaslighting her he's just like and i also think not only is he gaslighting her but when he asks the question have you talked to anyone about this it feels very much like he wants to know who else knows you know what i mean like it's worded in a way of like, oh, you should talk to a therapist. But to mm-hmm. me, I'm also hearing who else did you tell about this? Mm-hmm. You know, no, and nobody because it's so very deep down inside. Yeah. That, like she had forgotten. Um, it feels like what happened. Yeah. Yeah. She did. She blocked it out of her memory. She yeah. has trauma from this moment. Um, she just knew that she had like bad feelings around her father. Yeah. And that something happened. Yeah. And so she Um, says, oh, I just I left. I didn't say anything. I just left and I slipped in with the rest of the people. And then she says it was after that that things started to get really bad, didn't they? And again, he's trying to gaslight her, saying it never actually happened. 
Um, and she asks, who are you? And then he says, I'm your father. And this is when I think she gets that moment where she realizes she's like, you knew this whole time my life got uglier and messier and you sent me away. You made me feel ashamed. You punished me for all these things that were beyond my control. You saw me standing in the doorway and you never said anything. This is fucking atrocious. Like the idea that this like happenstance what Jen finds out further like she was already probably heading down a bad path and this yeah. kind of cemented that that like heading down the wrong path for her yeah and and then and and then they kicked her out they you know tra- I mean? he treated her like she was the bad one because yeah. he needed to keep his dirty fucking secret yeah and then from the Thanksgiving episode we already know that her mom did a similar thing to her. Yeah, her mom like didn't stick sex. up for her. Basically, was what well, we that. Yeah. But they shamed her about sex when her mom had a teen pregnancy. Yeah, yeah, and um, and so Jen finally like sticks up for herself to her dad, and she says, "I don't need a confession from you. That's not why I came here. I don't need you to apologize to me for all the pain you've caused me, and I don't have to forgive you. All I have to do is forgive myself for these things that I can't change. Goodbye." And I love this for Jen. I feel like this is a very big moment for her in her life where like it's a big step forward for her in therapy. I think a lot of her conversation with her therapist has been about, uh, you know, kind of forgiving herself for the mistakes that she's made and realizing that like she doesn't she doesn't have to punish herself anymore. And I think having this moment where she realizes like, wow, it all kind of stems from this one incident where I realized my dad fucking sucks and like what he did was awful and it pushed me down this path that I went into to basically forget and to just kind of like lose myself in other things. Um, I really loved this moment for Jen. It's good to have Jen get some clarity on the situation and even if her dad is like this, none of this happened, like at least like she knows and it's not the answer that she wants to get from her dad, but at least she has like a clear idea of what happened that night. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really nice. And I do have information on Sweet Jane, but I'll wait because we're going to hear Sweet Jane this episode. So I'll wait to reveal it till we get to that part. Um, then we get like, I really hated this scene. Pacey's in like the back of a cop car. And of course, Dougie's there to pick him up. He got picked up for being drunk and disorderly. Um, and Dougie is just like really pouring salt in the wound and I really don't like it. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like you could wait until Pacey is like sober and have this conversation the next morning. Yeah. I think that Doug has a lot of his dad in him and I think that he is quick to react and quick to put Pacey down. And I think that old habits die hard um yeah. and i think that even though they made like a lot of progress in the last couple of years i think that doug um always reverts back to being really dismissive of pacey and putting pacey down and it's, it sucks yeah he says you're not satisfied with being a moron and a failure you gotta add drunk to your list of credentials and we understand what's wrong with Pacey where he's just like, this is it for me. Like, this is my life. This is all I get. Like, he's really feeling like a failure. Um, and uh, then they start, they, like, they're, like, fighting, but then they kind of, like, hug, too. Um, 
then we're back with Dretchen. <laughs> oh, I don't know what it is. When people on TV says, I want to make love to you. Something about it makes me vomit all I over the place. But, but there's people out there that really do say it. I, I've never, but I think, I mean, some people do. I don't know. I just Jessica can't do Sterling it. Jessica Sterling says, do you want to fuck? Is that what you're telling me? I don't think so. I mean, I think you could just say other things. Like, I don't think you, it doesn't need to be, there's like, those are the other ends of the spectrum, right? You have fuck and you have make love. I think there are so many other things in between that you could say. Are you like a fan of, do you want to do it? Yeah, I feel like do it works. I feel like have sex works. I feel like get frisky works. Like there's so many other things you could say. Get frisky. Get him frisky. Wow. Okay. <laughs> right? I feel like there's so I'll, many like other ways I'll you could try it. that. Come on and I'll let you know how please, that works. Please keep on Drew's just going to laugh in my face. <laughs> you want to get frisky? Yeah, that is not going to lead me to getting frisky. I'll tell you that much for free. <laughs> Um, and so Gretchen says, I want to make love to you so much. I really believe that was why we came here, but it's not. I yeah. guess there's just as, I guess just as much as I want you and I love you, we're not going to do this. Uh, she says, when Boo. We, yeah, well, when we go there, it's not going to be because you have something to prove to yourself. It's going to be because we love each other and because we're prepared to show love, show each other what that really means. Mm. Dawson, you suck. You fucked it all up, man. You Dead. could have lost the V card, but you had to bring Joey into this again. Yep. Yep. And then we get this whole montage while the song Sweet Jane plays, um, where we see like Pacey and Yui in the back of a squad car. Um, Joey and Jen getting reunited at um, the train station. Um, Dawson is just asleep while Gretchen cries. <laughs> yep. So yep. Yeah. Um, On the beach. Crying on the beach. Yeah. It's awful. Um, And then we get Jen at her therapist's office. And she says, I needed to go back. And I did. And now I'm done. I got what I needed. And he says, you're not done. Like, we just opened this door. And she's like, no, I'm finished. I get it. I appreciate it. I'm glad we could do this. But I don't have anything else to say. So I'll see you around. And it's like, what the fuck? (laughs) Jen, you're a fucking disaster mess. You need to continue your therapy to work through this. I feel like this is a I, terrible choice by Jen. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Frost should be like disbarred or whatever. It's not his for, fault. I guess. I guess you can't force somebody to go through therapy, but yeah. it's like, uh, like she's just like, I'm done talking. It's like, no, Jen, like you have a lot of stuff to work through. Yeah. Um, okay. So I did look up stuff on Sweet Jane because I feel like being that it was in the show and they talked about it. So interesting. I think there's a couple of good points to make about this song. One, okay. apparently Sweet Jane is code for heroin, which I didn't know. Mm. Um, but it's about a it's a basically the song is about correcting the misplaced notion that prior generations were trapped in society's shackles. So it's basically about two different generations and like understanding each other. And I'm like, holy shit, it's about Jen and her dad. And I think the whole point we're getting to in like, she's like, oh, I used to really love that song. I feel like, Sarah, this is the situation where you're like, oh, this song is so catchy. And then later on, you find out that it's about something you didn't even know. I will give you an example. When I was a kid, I used to love the song Who Let the Dogs Out. I don't know why. I really loved it. I didn't know it was about men saying women were ugly. Like, 
that's what it's about. Is that what it's? I didn't, who let the dogs I, it's out? It's like men calling women dogs. dogs. Like, oh, who really? let the dogs out? You're so ugly. Oh, gosh. I didn't know about that. I thought it was about dogs. I'm so sorry to, like, break the news to you. But that's what it's about. And so I feel like the same thing happened with Jen, where she thought this song was about something else. And then she realized what it's truly about. And is like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, I don't and like she, this like, anymore. she, like, realizes that she relates to it more than she ever thought that she could. Yeah. So I thought that was so interesting that that was Wouldn't actually crazy if she instead said sweet jane she's just like yeah i used to, have you ever heard of that song who let the dogs out <laughs> that used to be my favorite song but, Everybody, but not so was much it? anymore the party was right the party was bumping hey yeah do you remember that song it's a good song of course i remember who let the dogs out i used to out. do it on karaoke too often I mean, I never knew, like, I never really thought about, like, why are they talking about dogs, but... Let the dogs out. Yeah. I mean, what I mean, what year was that? That was 2000. This yeah. is the this is the time it would have worked. She could have said, instead, <laughs> like, why... Can you why imagine that would song they... playing during a montage? <laughs> <laughs> what did the Baja men, like, sing besides Who Let the Dogs oh, Out? Did they have another the song? But it's, they had one song. But it makes sense when you think about it because it's like, uh, like okay, you know how in Home Alone, um, that the kid is just like, "Buzz your girlfriend, woof." It's the same kind of thing, like woof, like she's oh. ugly. Yeah, I guess. Like, I guess I understand. Yeah, let me see. What is "Who Let the Dogs Out" about? Uh, the real meaning for the song "Who Let the Dogs Out" uh, isn't what you think. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Baja men, blah blah blah. Uh, tell the fellas stop the name calling. Yippee-yo! And then them girls respond to the call. I hear a woman shout now. Yeah, it's about men who cat call women and call them names and are disrespectful to the women. Respond by call them calling them dogs. Oh, so oh. it's the guys are the dogs. Okay, the guys are the dogs, not the women. So it's about men cat calling cat calling they're the dogs oh i thought it was the other way around i thought it was saying that women are dogs <laughs> well okay so now now we're back on board with who let the dogs i guess out. so because it's a feminist anthem amazing i love how this is a full circle moment now everybody can go and enjoy who let the dogs out without feeling guilty i'm so happy because i really love that song (laughs) now you can start start using it for karaoke once again i hear the girl man shout now who let the dogs out it's so good wow it's so good anyway yeah Um, you know did you hear about like that ricky martin what ricky martin Ricky Martin. Like I I know who Ricky Martin is. Yeah, he's in some deep shit. <gasps> is he canceled now? Up. He look that shit up. I'm, he's I'm uh, had inappropriate relations <gasps> with uh somebody that's close to him. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. Well <sighs> moving forward. Wow. Um anyway, that's our episode. Um I Oh, is that how we're ending this? Well, no, it is. Wait, hold on. Hold on. What else happened? That's the whole Jen's end not of going the to therapy anymore. That's it? That's how we ended it? Yes, okay. Jen quits therapy. All right. Well, that sucks. Yeah. Jen, go back to therapy. Dr. Frost might be a creep, but go back to therapy. Yeah. Um and would you like to know um, what next week's episode title will be? Yeah, I mean, I gotta be honest with you. Fucking uh, 
HBO Max is the devil on earth and it like pops up like this is the next episode blah 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 and it has like a baby so I know baby Danny Leary is coming okay yeah so it's called late so yeah 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 baby Danny Leary is late there you go um that's our next episode and maybe um, other people too would you like to hear a voicemail from the one and only Temmie Temmie of course I would Mr. Potter Mr. Witter Mr. Lindley men do some good but nearly all of the bad in the world Life would be better if more of the events in the world passed the Bechdel test. That's it. Oh, no. That's it. Is that that it? That's it. Okay. Actually, this reminds me. We have now met everybody's dad, right? Everybody's dad. Let's rate the dads. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. We got Mr. McPhee, of course. We have Mr. Lindley. We have Mr. Pot dot dot er. We have Mr. Leary. Leary. Did I already say that? Nope. I still think that the Lindley Lin- Leary last names is the stupidest shit in the world. How yes. are you going to have two characters that with a show with five characters that have basically the same last name? Uh, and then we have Mr. Witter. So who is the best dad? I feel like it has to be, even though it's a really like low bar. Um, it's it's a really low. But I bar. think Leary, Mr. Leary, is the best. Mr. Mitch, Daddy Leary, Daddy is Leary. definitely the best dad. Um, and then who? I mean, okay, so let's like go through each of their resumes, right? Pot dot dot er cheated on his wife who was sick and sold a bunch of drugs and got arrested twice. Twice. Um, yeah. Witter makes fun of his son and has gotten into physical altercations with him. He has had some nice moments, but it's mostly shit. Um, we have Lindley who doesn't give a shit about his daughter and is just super rich and fucks teenagers. Yeah. And oh, okay. So next up, I think would yeah, be McPhee because thank you. Okay. He has adjusted his ways. He has come to accept his son. Um, yeah. so he's next, I think Mr. Yeah, Mr. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. But then, the, then the struggles who's next after that. Would you say like maybe it's Mr. Witter? Probably because we've seen some nice moments with them and he didn't commit arson or like actual crimes (laughs) yeah yeah he's just like kind of a shit um i don't know but mr potter didn't abuse his kids but he cheated on his wife who had cancer but i would pick that over physically assaulting your son oh that's true he did they did he he hit him he punched pc so I feel uh, like I'm Mr. Pot dot dot er is next, I think, for me. OK, Mr. Pot dot dot. He does love his daughters. He does. He's he does just very misguided. He, he felt trapped. I so also feel Mr. like he's one of those people that like, um, like, we like the justice system is not fair. And like incarceration really fucks up people. And I feel like he's one of those people that after he got, he got out of jail, he really yeah. just didn't know how to adjust to real he life. He really did. He felt trapped. He didn't know what to do. Yeah. He yep. just wanted to provide for his family. So maybe Mr. Potter is next. And then Mr. Witter. And then. Who were we the worst one is Mr. Mr. Lindley. Uh, I mean, of course. I yeah. Mean, like, he fucked I, a minor. It's pretty bad. I mean, that statutory rape is like. Yeah, disgusting. it's pretty bad. So, OK, I think that's good. But they're all sucky. God, the dads oh, in the yeah. show are terrible. Except for Mr. Leary. Yeah. He's not even that bad. I mean, if, OK, if the best if you have is Daddy Mitch, then 
like it's bad yeah yeah it's pretty bad the moms are better for sure i mean some of them are dead (laughs) some of them are dead have we met all the moms yeah we met pacey's mom well we haven't met joey's mom really because she's dead that's what i'm saying okay so gail we got gail we got the freaking uh jen's mom who sucks sucks um we have joey's mom jane lynch jane lynch okay so once again i think like probably mrs potter was probably like the angel on earth yes best person ever then gail then um jane then maybe jane lynch yeah oh we're forgetting about mrs mcphee I mean, she did want to make Pacey a sandwich. She did. It's so hard with her because she went through so many like mental health know, issues. And we still don't know if she's dead. Yeah, I would put her above Jane Lynch because I think okay, like yeah. she was nice. She's above Jane Lynch. Yeah. Um, Is last Mrs. Jane Lynch. Lynch. Or maybe I mean, Mrs. Her and Jane Lynch really are sucks. Yeah. They're both pretty the, bad. I mean, yeah, they're, they're both bad. They're both so, bad. If I Grams mean, was on the list, though, Grams would be like number, number one. one. Yeah. yeah. Now, before she was bad, but she's gotten better. Yeah. We've only met one grandparent. Yeah. Um, Except Gramps. Amazing. He was kind of dead. <laughs> He's kind of dead. Yeah. Kind of dead. Um, dead. But that was our that was our episode. Can you believe we're like barreling towards being done with four full seasons of yeah. Dawson's Creek? Yeah, it's really it's really crazy. But I love this show. I know, it's even though just... it upsets us at times and we get so frustrated with some of the characters, we do love it. I'm never mad at it. Well, sometimes we I got am. mad at it when it did stuff to Andy. I think that was the most mad I've been at the show. Yeah, I agree and when with they killed that. off, um, and when they killed off our, our Abby Morgan, yes, our, our one queen. and only. Wait, yeah. hold on. You know what? You know our friend Linda. Yes, of course I know our friend Linda. <laughs> Linda told me that to get remember how i said like the cameo oh, the was cameo. 399 yes it's not like a voice cameo it's just like to be able to text her oh that's some bullshit i what? know i know abby, abby morgan, morgan she gives and she takes uh that's she a real abby morgan takes. move but maybe I would still t- yeah, want like, to I just want her. access to Abby Morgan. Yeah, like maybe I would. Maybe like just getting one email from Abby Morgan is enough. That's hilarious. That's really yeah. sad. Now I'm I know, sad. I know. I was surprised to hear it too. Oh, devastating. It's honestly devastating. Well, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. That's all. I think that's all we've got. We'll be back next week with season four, episode 19 late. What do we what do we have going on? July was a hot month for us. Yeah. So in July, we did the Mighty Ducks. We also did My Cousin Vinny, both really fun bonus podcasts. In addition to that, um, weekly Dawson's Creek and Boy Meets World content next month. We are covering. <gasps> Ooh, do we tell? Um, yeah, let's say let's say what we're covering. I'm really we're, excited. OK, about it. it's about time that we're finally covering Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. A decom original. The best decom. It is the best decom of all time. I'm really excited because this is one of those films. It has been so long since I've seen it. But I know yeah. as soon as I start watching it, all the memories will flood back. And mm-hmm. I'll, I'm like positive the songs are gonna be bops zoom 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 yes come on heart go boom boom my supernova girl exactly um i actually have seen it like when i first got disney plus 
the very first thing that I did was watch Xenon Girl the 21st Century. Amazing. Um, and we decided, so we won't tell you who the guest is yet, but we will say that because we wanted to go the opposite route we did with My Cousin Vinny, where My Cousin Vinny, the guest had seen this movie a bunch of times, but we hadn't. This time we're going opposite. You and I have seen this movie a bunch of times. So we thought it'd be fun if we brought in someone who's never seen it to get their yeah. thoughts. Let's we're kind bringing of, on a youngin. We are. We had to bring on a youngin. Um, I think he's still technically our generation, but he's so much younger. It feels like a different generation. Um, so yeah, it's going to be super fun. A that's going to be, that's what they call them. A zillennial. Yeah. Okay. Well, they can have that, I guess. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, so we got that going on. Also over on PSR, Jessica and I might have something coming out in the future. Very near future. Very exciting stuff. Yeah. So, um, and then, uh, I guess us I, two will have to keep a secret about it until it's ready to be revealed. Well, unless one of us is dead. Yeah. Then we yeah. can't really keep secrets anymore. No, um, but I'm also going to be covering the new um, Amazon Prime show, League of Their Own, based off of the the movie and life. Yes, um, so exciting because way back when we like briefly touched on that show when we covered a League of Their Own with Grace Leader. We did, mm-hmm. we did. So I am going to be covering that on post show recaps with Grace and Marissa, and that's going to be um, beginning of August amazing uh i have some stuff in the works as well coming up end of july over at post show recaps i'm going to be covering the uh again another amazon prime show they're just hopping and bopping over there um paper girls it is based on the graphic novel of the same name um super super excited to be covering that with deidra who was on with us for now and then coverage so um definitely check that out we'll we'll obviously give plenty of notice when it does come out i'll be tweeting about it at the sterling if you want to take a peek around those parts um, that'll be coming up in just a couple of weeks here. And of course, if you want to send in feedback, send in ratings and reviews, we so appreciate them. Um, and if you want to get in touch with us at shit90spod on Twitter and Instagram and shit90spod.com is where you can reach us. Thank you all for listening. We will be back next week with season four, episode 19 of Dawson's Creek late. We will talk to you all next time. Just ask. Shit 90 shows taught me. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.